let's open our passage of scripture tonight to Psalm 142 and verse 7. Patrick, can you read please? Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise your name. The righteous shall surround me for you shall deal bountifully with me. Amen. Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise your name. Step up your spiritual game. That's the title of the message tonight. Step up your spiritual game. As we are coming to the end of this year, we want to step up our spiritual game. How many of you at home would believe and say, I want to step up my spiritual game? Hallelujah. You have a choice to be lukewarm. You have a choice to be cold, but you are making a conscious decision that the devil is not going to get an upper hand over my life because I'm going to up, I'm going to step up my spiritual game. How many of you believe tonight? Hallelujah. How many of you pray tonight? As you come into the end of the year, you don't want the devil to have an upper hand. You don't want to give him an inch into your life, into your heart, into your mind. But you are going to take hold. You are going to take charge in the name of Jesus. You are going to take hold of the promises of God. You are going to fast. You are going to pray. You are going to seek the Lord. You are going to attend the church. You are going to clap your hands. You are going to shout with a voice of triumph. You are going to step up. You are going to move forward. You are going to cry before the presence. You're going to intercede. You're going to love the Lord. You're going to open your Bible. You're going to have a stir up the gift. You are going to walk in the fruit. You are going to have an upper hand because the Lord is alive in your life. He is well and everything will be alright in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you step up your spiritual game, everything is alright. He makes the crooked way straight. Hallelujah. If you seek the Lord, he'll go before you and make the crooked ways. Even the ways that you have made it crooked, God will make it right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Even the wise men made their way crooked by getting into Herod's palace. But the Lord made it straight for them, showing another way. Hallelujah. Maybe in 2021, you might have made some crooked decision. You might have gone through crooked paths. You might have stepped into some crooked ways. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But if you would ask the Lord tonight, if you step up your spiritual game, if you acknowledge the Lord at the end of the year, he will make the crooked path straight for you. Hallelujah. In this passage of scripture, David is a worshiper. David is the one who likes to dance. But he is discerning. He is understanding that even his soul is in a present stage. The worst kind of bondage can be not in a physical prison, but in the prison of the soul. Tonight, God wants you to be liberated. The man who is writing this, he is a worshiper. He is the one who knows how to thank the Lord, praise the Lord. He loves singing songs. He loves to dance before the Lord. He was somebody who wanted to do what God wanted him to do. He was the one who wanted to make an impact for his generation. He wanted the one who followed after God's own heart. He was the one, hallelujah, praise the Lord, 
who wanted to leave a legacy. He wanted, he wanted to be the one who wanted to walk in the fresh anointing of God. But there is a point in, in his life. He understood that his soul is in prison. And sometimes well-meaning believers. Hallelujah. Who loves the Lord. Washed by the blood. Saved by the grace. Get into a place of prison. See their souls, their mind in prison. Bound by the Ah, enemy's thoughts. But tonight this word will liberate you. Tonight this word will release you. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus was not just anointed to preach the good news. But the Bible says he was anointed to cap, preach the cap, liberty to the captives, deliverance to the captives. Even tonight, hallelujah. Your soul is in prison. There is an anointing tonight here to liberate you, to declare liberty to the captives tonight. You are going to sense a freedom in your life, in your home, in your prayer life, in your walk with God that you have never experienced before. You are going to walk like Enoch walked, a life that pleases God. There are seasons in your life that you are thinking, hallelujah, that I am alone. Like Enoch walking with God, but thank God he walked with God and he had a testimony from God that he pleased God. Hallelujah, people who are liberated in their soul can walk alone with God. Hallelujah. I've, hallelujah, sense in my life, there are seasons in my life that you suddenly feel that you're totally alone. I mean, on one side you have your family, on the other side you have your church, on the other side you have uh, your friends and all that. Hallelujah. You've got a man of God to cover. Hallelujah. In prayer. Hallelujah. But there is a place in your walk that you have to just walk with God looking to Jesus. And only if your soul is out of prison, liberated, you can walk freely in those seasons. Tonight, as you're coming into the end, the greatest, hallelujah, liberation is going to come in your spiritual life. Hallelujah, you're going to liberate it in your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah, your soul is going to be free tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What does a prison mean? It is bondage. To be bound, to be limited, is a sense of barrier. Not able to progress, to be held back in certain areas of your life. You're not able to walk in a way that you desire to walk. Your potential is, instead of being tapped, it's trapped. Tonight, may your potential be released. May your visibility come open. Sometimes you are like a Peter in the prison, where your potential, but in prison, hallelujah, Sometimes you're trapped, your potential is not able to be sown, you're bound. What does prison mean? You want to go out but you can't. You're denied freedom. You're denied progress. Prison says you can only go thus far. It's limited. It's an invisible barrier. It's almost like a barricade, an invisible barrier. Tonight there is breakthrough. We heard the other day of the anointing to break forth. There is breakthrough tonight. Come on church tonight. There is a breakthrough for you tonight. Breakthrough, breakthrough. Perez, perez. Break out, break out. Tonight in the name of the Lord. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give a shout of praise. This is the last day that your soul is going to be in prison. Worship him. Hallelujah. In the beauty of his holiness. Glory to God.
There are different types of prison. One is the prison of mind, where you have a limited mindset. You cannot think beyond a certain level. Uh, mental prison. There are physical prisons. But the worst is the spiritual prison. You can be in a physical prison. Hallelujah. But what does it mean to be spiritual prison? It means you can't serve the Lord with liberty and freedom. Paul and Silas, they were in a physical prison in Acts of the Apostles chapter 16. But they were not in a spiritual prison. Even inside the prison, they could worship the Lord because they were spiritually free. That is the beauty of spiritual freedom. Even when you are put in a prison, even when you are faced with a bondage, even when you are faced with a crisis, even when you are faced with a midnight, even when you are faced with an unknown uh, battle, hallelujah, if you are spiritually free, you can worship your way out, you can praise your way out, you can shout your way out, you can clap your way out, you can oh, hold the hand of your silence and pray and agree and you can get out because you are spiritually free. Come on church tonight. You are not isolated. You are spiritually free. People who are not spiritually free are isolated. From the rest of the hallelujah. Believers, rest of the worshippers. You might be meeting one Tom, Dick and Harry believer. But that's not. You are not a part where God has expected you to be. Oh hallelujah. How wonderful our brothers and sisters dwell together in unity. There is spiritual freedom there. They are able to gather together in unity. There is a people God has put with you to gather. Not gather anywhere. There are people who God expects you to gather with. There he has commanded blessing. Come on. There he has commanded life. Hallelujah. Not with anybody. Not with any church. There is a group of people. God wants you. To, God consider you. Who is your brother? Who is your sister? Oh, Rabba, Kaba, Rabba, sing it. Jesus knew that. He said, I know who my brother is. I know who my sister is. There is a group of people. God expects you to be in certain seasons of your life. There. <laughs> You get out of prison doors. There you are liberated. Only liberated spiritually people can recognize their groups. Recognize. Hallelujah. God sent people. But if you are not spiritually liberated those days, you will find the Netflix friends and the and 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 and, and, and the uh, uh, hotel hotel hoping friends, uh, hoping friends. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Not hoping, hoping friends. Hallelujah! Blessed be the name of the Lord. Which hotel to go? Which movie to see? But spiritually liberated. They could sing and worship and call on the Lord and glorify the Lord. Hallelujah. Imagine they were in spiritual prison. Hallelujah. They would have operated in the flesh. They would have said, I obeyed the Lord. What is happening to me? What is this delay? What is this change? What is this midnight? I can understand this God. I can understand. Why me, Lord? Why did you choose out of all these people to go through this particular situation of this unique, hallelujah, situation, unique challenges? I mean, what, what challenger? What is this battle, Lord? Hallelujah. I don't understand it. Why me? But they couldn't, they were not spiritually imprisoned. They could relate with God. 
because they were spiritually free they could be sensitive to the lord they had the liberty of the lord they could call on to the lord tonight we want to have spiritual liberty to get out of this prison tonight in the name of jesus hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord that is something hallelujah that don't allow the enemy to steal it the voice of the lord is the greatest uh, uh, asset of a child of god hallelujah that you are able to hear in any situation even in the land of patmos island of patmos hallelujah what differentiate john apostle john from other people he could still hear come on is amazing he was spiritually free in the island of patmos can you imagine hallelujah he was so spiritually free that the the the, the 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 vultures could not kill him in the island of patmos when you are so free come on in hallelujah so seasons where you are isolated sometimes you you are you, you are you are alone no devil can no vultures can take your life because you are so so in connect with god <laughs> oh hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord tonight may you be set free tonight have you heard this free he is setting me free this holy ghost power he is setting me free this very hour he is flooding my soul he is making me whole he is setting me free 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 this holy ghost power amen the lord has chosen this hour to set you free that you don't need to blame somebody else you don't need to blame yourself you can just connect into the presence of god hallelujah praise god blessed be the name of jesus amen are you with me church tonight hallelujah paul was in prison physically i mean the second example peter was in prison physically but the bible says church was not in prison the church prayed the church could have asked questions oh james apostle he was just beheaded yesterday what is the use of prayer what is the use of worship what is the use of being called a born again child of god what is the use of tithing what is the use of what is this point they didn't say that the church was liberated they prayed peter 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 oh we pray for peter oh intense prayer intense intercession it's a sign of liberation liberated people image hallelujah tough situations hallelujah you are tougher than the toughest of situation because greater is he that is in you that he that is in the world there is a toughness that will break every darkness hallelujah toughness in the name of jesus hallelujah mean and lean <laughs> or lean and mean hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord not towards people not towards your mother in law but against the principalities authorities hallelujah domains dark don't give an inch Hallelujah. Some people are fat and cold. <laughs> Hallelujah. Fat is still okay but don't be cold. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The spiritually liberated they prayed and the door were opened. prayer will set the captives free you pray in the name of jesus captives will get freed 
Hallelujah. So the greatest freedom that you need to have is spiritual freedom. But the word here that we've taken in Psalm 142 and seven words, the word soul, S-O-U-L, the word soul means, in Hebrew means, person, life, heart. When he says, bring my soul out of prison, he is saying, bring my person out of prison, bring my life out of prison, bring my heart out of prison, bring my being out of prison. Prison is a point where your soul is compromised spiritually. May your soul not able to connect with what you are hearing. Soul is not able to be renewed with the word that you are receiving every week. There is a distance between your spirit and the soul. The soul is supposed to be close to your spirit. It is supposed to be affected what what you know in the spirit. But the soul is distant. It is in prison. It is not able to connect with what you know here. That's why people say, Oh, Pastor, I'm going to struggle out. Oh, big struggle. What is the struggle? It's not that you don't know it. It's not that you're not able to experience it. Tonight there is freedom. What you know will be experienced. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on church tonight. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and what I know I want to experience in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah. The reasons for Samson's strength was not a workout or a protein or a taking, doing 100 burpees. It was his spiritual strength, it was consecration to the Lord. But the moment he lost his consecration, he lost his spiritual strength. But it all started with his soul being attacked. It all started where his soul was disconnected from what he knew in his heart, in his spirit. His soul never prospered. When the soul prosperity stopped, he lost his consecration. His spiritual strength was affected. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you with me church tonight? Hallelujah. Look at 3 John 2. Can you read it, Patrick? Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. He says you will prosper in everything if your soul prosper. It is important that your soul needs to prosper. Hallelujah. Soul prospering is the driving force for prosperity in every other area. If your mind, if your heart, if your life, uh, if, your, if your person is set free, if your soul is set free, it will flow into every other. Prosperity will flow into every other. Even the health is determined by your soul prosperity. If you are depressed, it will affect your health. Your bones will become weak. Your body will start aching. As a matter of fact, if you are too depressed, you will have psoriasis on your skin. You will have uh, skin issues, disorders. Tonight, Lord is healing somebody who has got skin issues tonight. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke it in the name of the Lord. Every attack against your skin be uprooted in the blood name of Jesus. Tonight, anybody in your family be healed tonight. Let there be a corporate deliverance of skin issues in the name of the Lord. I command to be healed and be made whole in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The enemy knows it. That if your soul, if your soul 
can be in prison, it can limit you in every other area. Hallelujah. Enemy knows it. Soul, the soul is the key. Spirit, soul, and body. That which is in the middle is the key. Imagine you have a beautiful car and no fuel in it. Nothing you can do. The car can't take you into places. Soul prospering is the fuel. Hallelujah. Even in your marriage, your career, your jobs. When they, what the evil spirit tries to weaken your soul by placing inner limitations. Where there is total inability to spiritual things with freedom. That's what the enemy does to keep you distant, limited. From connecting to the things of the Holy Spirit, the things of the anointing. Tonight, let the anointing flow into your soul. Oh, into the manifesto realm, into an experience tonight. Let the anointing not be blocked by your hallelujah. Imprisoned soul tonight. May it be destroyed. Hallelujah. May your soul be come out of prison tonight so that anointing can fully express itself. How can the anointing express when you're so tight and when you're so depressed? Can't even laugh. Hallelujah. Read a scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and the 17th verse. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where is not the Spirit of the Lord? The Spirit of the Lord is in this room, in this living room, in your living room. The Bible says in Psalm 139, when I wake up, he is there. Even if I go into the Hades, he is there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Even if I go to the depths of the sea, he is there. So what do you mean by where of the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty? The Spirit of the Lord is everywhere. It means in the amplified version. Can we read it? 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is there, there is liberty. Emancipation from bondage to freedom. It means where the Spirit of the Lord is in control, there is liberty. There is emancipation, freedom from bondage. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is in authority there. Sitting there, it's control. But where the Spirit of the Lord is not there in control, which means where the Spirit of the Lord is not presiding, there is bondage. He has to be presiding. Some of you says, he's presiding over this meeting. Hallelujah. Is the Holy Spirit presiding over your marriage, over your church, over our ministry, over your thoughts, over your imaginations? Who is presiding over? Over your decisions? And says freedom. Even the smallest thing I was telling the, you know, a few of the other people in the church, you know, I was celebrating Dipti's birthday party. There was freedom because the Holy Spirit was presiding over it. Even the smallest thing of a party, a birthday party, I mean, I mean, we, we, some people believe these born again people are, so, you know, so life is dull at, praise God, you know, life is like a black and white movie. I mean, you're wrong. You should come and, uh, you know, spend some time with us, hang around with us. You're more fun than you. We have fun, we are free, still free. We don't have fun and get into bondage. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Where the spirit of God is not presiding or ruling or not in control, there is a prison. The moment he is in control, you are free. So the key to free from the prison of your soul is to allow the Holy Spirit of God to preside, to rule, to control, to be in charge. Hallelujah. Praise God. For some people, if the whole, you know, if you are not in charge, you feel insane. Say, so it's insane. But let me tell you, when the Holy Spirit is in charge, there is sanity. There is freedom. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you will ask the Holy Spirit to now open your mouth and say, Holy Spirit, rule, preside, and take complete charge over my life. Lift your hands and thank the Lord tonight. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. He is the, he is the Spirit of God. He is the third person of the Trinity. He is the groaning that comes from within you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Today, when I, just before I minister, I was crying before the Holy Spirit. I says, I mean, Holy Spirit brought tears out of me. You know, sometimes, you know, when you feel that you are alone and nobody is there to back you up and you don't see you know any so-called person next to you and you feel so far and the holy spirit is saying son even while you felt all that i was the one who brought that groans it was my groans that is coming out of you that you set you free i was there with you that's enough hallelujah some of you are feeling that you are completely caught in a tight spot and nobody's able to understand the emotions and the temper and the anxiety and the worry and the stress nobody is able to connect with you and that is the time uh, that that little groan ha ah, 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 come from within you is the answer to your situation the holy spirit is hovering over your situation he has not left you hallelujah praise god he understands you he touched you with your infirmities he understands to hallelujah navigate you through your trouble tonight god the holy spirit is navigating somebody tonight through your trouble into your promised land come on church somebody if you believe it put your hands together worship the holy spirit worship the lord who's the spirit let the liberty and the freedom enter your homes may the darkness be turned into a morning morning is coming tonight. I break the spirit of darkness tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you with me, church, tonight? Victory by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, church, tonight? Hallelujah. That's why never neglect the Holy Spirit. Speak to Him. Speak to Him. Welcome Holy Spirit. We are in Your presence. We are in Your presence. Fill us with Your power. Fill us with Your power. Live inside us. Welcome Holy Spirit. Welcome Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your power. Oh yes. You are the living water. You're the living water. 
You're the never drying father, comforter. Complete control. Oh, you're the living water. You're the never drying fountain. Comforter and counselor. Take complete control. Spirit, we are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Oh, live inside of me. Amen. Wow. Now, years back, one young boy asked me. Why do you welcome the Holy Spirit? He's already here. We welcome the Holy Spirit. It's not because He's not there. We are telling Him to preside over our lives, over our situation. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes people in the church get used to practices and culture, you know, saying amen to everything, saying praise God, praise God. He says, by the grace of God. I'm not against all that. I too say that. But do you really allow the Holy Spirit to flow? Is it just the terminologies? Is it just the clap? Is it just the shout? The definition of a cardinal Christian is who is controlled from outside, not from inside. He has got all these things, but he's still controlled by the... The moment he hears a new... <laughs> moment here, oh, flood is in Kerala. You, you start worrying in Karnataka. Oh, that flood is going to find a way into my home. Pastor! Third of Corona is coming. You are controlled from outside. The diesel prices go up. Pastor! The government increases the pressure. What is the use of God? <laughs> you trust the Lord. You're not controlled for the elements of outside. There is a remote control from outside. You hear the news immediately. You get worried. You're preoccupied with the outside. It means you're a carnal Christian. There is a mixture. You're body minded. All the money goes into how you look outside. You're not investing to how you should look inside. Is that amazing? What is investing? When the pastor calls you to minister, come. That's investing for your spirit. It's not that I have time. I invest because I know I want to look inside by praying in the morning by fasting, by spending time with the word of God, by calling when an opportunity to serve comes along. Hallelujah. I'm investing my time to take care of the things of the inside. Sowing into the kingdom of God. Tithing, sowing, helping. 
Make somebody smile. How many of you? Hallelujah. Uses your time at least few hours in a day to make somebody else smile. We are all outside minded. How do I look? How what people say about me? To show people you know, the carnality. Ephesians chapter 4 and the 24th. Please read brother. And that you put on the new man. Yes. Put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. True righteousness and holiness. So there is a false holiness outside. You can dress up well, clean shaped, put on new shoes. I mean, I'm not against it. I'm all for that. I'll look smart. But if that is all that you think that your holiness is, it's a false holiness. It's not how you look inside. Colossians 3 and the 9th and the 10th verse says, Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man and his deeds, and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. There is something that we have put off. There is something that we have put on before people. But that's not what God is speaking about. He says, you have put off the old man with his teeth and you have put on the new man, which is Jesus Christ and his nature. Where the Holy Spirit is in complete charge. Where the fruit of the Spirit is manifesting. That's the life that you need to live. You, we put off you know, according to a convenience, when we are with worldly people, we look like worldly people. When we are spiritual people, we look like a spiritual people. Mm. Paul is writing to the church and saying, do not lie, but in true holiness. Do not be hypocrite. Do not be somebody who is in front of the pastor and then behind the pastor, somebody else. Don't be that. Put on the Christ. The new nature, it's true, inside and outside, it's the same. Come on church somebody tonight, hallelujah. In other words, he's saying, you are judging people with what look outside. God said, I look, judge people according to what I see inside the heart. Hallelujah. Are you with me church tonight? And to put on the new man, the Holy Spirit to move in you and say, Hallelujah. When the Holy Spirit, you put off those old deeds. Hallelujah. That's not what, that's not what regulates your life. Hallelujah. False humility or no. But in the true image of Jesus Christ, there's genuinity, there is peace, there is joy, there is light. Hallelujah. There is love. That's what it's all about. There's genuine love flowing out of you. That's the nature of Christ. Is nothing else. To put it in simple words, the genuine love flowing through your heart, through your prayers, through your life, through your conversation, through your attitude, through your giving. Spiritual prison is when you can't come back to the ferventness that you have in the spirit. When you're not fervent in the spirit, people are living in suspended state. 
It's like they have suspended from, some people have themselves suspended from the spiritual things. Suspended for six months and they're the prison. Just imagine. The spirits are not active serving the Lord. Some people say, after my breakthrough, I'll serve the Lord. After I get married, I'll serve the Lord. After I pass 50, I'll serve the Lord. I mean, the soul is in prison. You worship, you sing, you pray, but something is not flowing. That means there was a prison. There needs to be a flow. There needs to be a flow. Everybody say, there needs to be a flow. There needs to be a flow. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There needs to flow. You're singing and there is life inside. That's a flow. When you're praying and God is speaking to you, that's a flow. When you're fast and you're happy with that, that's a flow. There's a harmony. There's a relationship with God. There's a hope inside of you that's godly. There's a sign that you are spiritually liberated. When every day is a struggle and struggle to forgive people, struggle to pray. There's a prison. When you're not looking forward to come to church, when you're not looking forward for another meeting you are in a prison and that will flow to your children too tonight may yourself and your family be liberated from that prison in the name of Jesus that the limitations of your identity hallelujah expressing itself fully be broken in the name of Jesus there are limitations that is placed in the identity expressing itself flowing in the fullness through your mind through your life through your heart wherever it's blocked tonight may you be set free in the name of Jesus tonight when you're spiritually free there's an identity that you get up in the, oh I'm a child of God I am a child of God <laughs> it's a song like that hallelujah praise God <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. After the word, we'll take it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you with me, church, tonight? When it is no longer the word, no longer God, and something else leading you, or say, present state but tonight you have to have the faith language back and the faith language is missing in your life hallelujah when the Holy Spirit inspired language is missing in your life there is a prison and the Holy Spirit began to flow work in you hallelujah it will be Holy Spirit language there will be faith that be stirred up inside amen let that be your portion tonight in the name of Jesus. Two or three more prisons and we'll pray. There's a prison of anger. Anger just have to dial your name and you are there. Hallelujah. There are terrorists. Hallelujah. Angels are in the church and terrorists at home. Pray, terrorizing your spouses, terrorizing your children. Hallelujah. God is seeing it and it's an anger prison. Hallelujah. One word is enough to just burst out. Hallelujah. It is speak, not speaking about losing your cool occasionally, but getting angry constantly. The devil knows which button to press. Hallelujah. For to spoil the mood of everyone. Holy Spirit, baptized, mood spoiling Christians. 
Hallelujah. There's a spirit of envy. You hate somebody for no reason. You see somebody else blessed and you're upset. I've been in the ministry for so many years and why am I not getting my breakthrough? Why is this guy getting my breakthrough? That's called the spirit of envy. You sometimes feel that, you know, their business is better than yours and you're feeling upset about it and their home is better than yours. There are people like that. There are people, you know, I've seen across my life, you know, there are people who will not even share their recipes to other people. You tell your, your dal, you know, the dal makini was so good. Can you share that recipe? They'll keep you mute for one month. Because they don't want anybody to be better. The spirit of envy, comparison, want to be always, you know. Hallelujah. Hey sister, you have to send that recipe right now. <laughs> Five minutes break for you. Take the phone, send that recipe. Please come. Moment somebody is blessed and you think that God is in love you. Your soul is in the prison. You know, sometimes you don't even feel the Lord. It's like when Samson, you know, the Lord, the Holy Spirit left the Samson. He not even recognized that he was not there. Some people are, you know, having all these things and you don't even know. Hey, Holy Spirit is not next to anywhere of your life. Sometimes you get angry at other people's testimonies. The moment somebody is coming with a testimony, so... This is all made up. It's just overrated. Well, why they have to thank pastor for everything? Yeah, because pastor is the one who prayed and not you. So all these battles coming upon the mind. Then there's a prison of pride. If nothing that happens in your life does not make you into under the spirit of humility, you are in a dangerous zone. Some people, God blesses them with a nice car. Then they become, it becomes a pride car. A new car has come and some of the born again churches. Pride car. Because <laughs> the moment you buy it, you think that everything is done. You are, you are moved. Into, you know, then you don't move around with normal people. You only move around with the elite. There are people who achieve success in their lives. They have a sense of pride. Yeah, you have achieved. But if pride is what comes out of it, there is a sin. Let me tell you what you should do. Every time you get blessed, every time you get a breakthrough, get into a time of prayer and fasting and get into a place of humility. Praise God. Get set your heart right back before the Lord and thank the Lord. These are the things that will protect. Hallelujah. Be more helpful. Be more there for the, to serve the Lord. Be, these are the things that will, you know, help you to break out that. Be more submitted to the man of God. Be more humble. Take the lowliest chair when everybody is sitting. Hallelujah. Take, you know, get up and you be there. Jesus was the most humble. Why? Hallelujah. He had the courage even to uh, 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 wash the feet of Judas who betrayed him. See, that's humility. Take the towel. When you should be taking a stick, you take the towel. That's humility. There are people who haven't achieved anything in life. No, there are a third group of people, but they're still very arrogant and proud. 
I don't want to be a preacher and a pastor like that. I know where I am. I know the level of faith that I have. I know the level of grace. I don't want to exalt myself beyond that. Bible says that's foolishness in Romans 12. It says, do not consider more than the level of faith that God has deposited inside of you. Don't consider low. Don't consider high. Know where you have to place your life. That's, that's humility. Some people have not understand what pastoring is. They are coming five things a pastor should do. One sermon, one song, suddenly proud. Come on church. Say, Lord, I don't want to be in that zone. I don't want to be in that league. Hallelujah. Which league should you be in? You should be in the league of James. Everybody said, I want to be in the league of James. Yeah, what is he? James chapter 4, 6 says, James said, Hallelujah. I am, the. if there's something to be proud about, let me tell you, I'm the brother of Jesus. <laughs> But, but God resists the proud and give grace to the humble. You can be the brother of Jesus. Still, you have to humble like your own. Hallelujah, older brother. Come on. Your older brother, Jesus. You have to humble. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Oh, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Of the Lord, and He and He shall live, shall live. You are higher and higher, and He and He shall live. You are, and He and He shall live. You are higher and higher, and He shall live. You are. Amen. What a beautiful song. Amen. Hallelujah. If devil wants to destroy you, all that he has to do is to give you something you can boast about. D.L. Moody, once he came out of the pulpit, somebody said, Oh, it was a magnificent, spectacular, splendid message. And D.L. Moody looked up at him and said, You're not the first person to tell me that. He says, Who told you? This is the devil told me. <laughs> you just have to give something to boast about. That's what the devil will do. Enemy will send someone to whisper statements like, You know, you are a great pastor. Nobody respects you. You're a great chartered accountant and people treat you like SHI, SHIT. I mean, they don't have the respect in, you know, these are the, hallelujah. Things that the devil enemy sends. You're not a well-known family and nobody has recognized you when you went to that church. Hallelujah. Or can send a prophet and said, you're not supposed to be in this small town church in Bangalore. You're supposed to be the big church in the United States of America. <laughs> See, just to root one word to uproot you from your roots. Please go. Huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Many people have left like that. They're back in the United States of Kerala. God resists the proud, but give grace to the humble. Don't think that the entire world is revolving around you, that everybody has to massage your emotions, everybody has to approve. No, no. 
Arrogant people in the church can never be corrected because they know it all. They've never submit to the man of God. Submission is an overrated word for them. But Bible says submission is a every God rated high. Submit to God. Submit to your leaders. Submit to your husbands. Submit to one another. Sometimes you can never teach somebody. You know, even you try to teach somebody cooking at home. They know it. You, you can't. Their omelette has to be called an omelette. Even if it doesn't have any look or any taste of omelette. Theirs is the omelette. <laughs> there are other people, you know, who teach. You know, pastor was saying this, you know, when he ministered this, he said, you have mathematicians or great mathematicians but they became mathematicians because somebody who knew maths once taught them. Sometimes the moment you become somebody you'll forget the one who teaches you. Sachin Tendulkar, the great cricketer, even when he talks, he said, my coach taught me how to do the forehand you know, so perfectly. See, humble people will, not, will always in when they get an opportunity, will tell the world who taught them. Hallelujah. That's what humility is the greatest thing that you need. You honor people who have blessed your life, taught your life. Hallelujah. You will not be, uh, you know, I've, I've been in with people in the church, you know. This, how does this idea came from? Hmm. Mm-hmm. The way they said they think that the idea came through their head. Two, two horns came through their head. Sign of humility is never forget the people who have mentored you, taught you. That's a sign that grace of God is flowing. That's a great sign that your soul is out of prison. Hallelujah. Everything that I know, everything that I've been taught, everything that I preach, hallelujah. I have no shame to say it's been taught by my man of God. Hallelujah. Proud people will overreact. Sometimes people come to you looking for help, but you've got an attitude. Got an attitude. Look at the business that flourish. They receive a complaint from the customer. They say, Lord, we have made a mistake. They're humble. They're humble are making money. Look at somebody and say, humble are making money. Pride is a prison. Hallelujah. If you think that, oh, sir, your lime juice was not uh, to the par. If you don't like my lime, go to other lime juice store. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Only problem is only you are drinking your own lime juice. <laughs> then there is a prison of hate and unforgiveness. You're controlled by your past hurts. There are people who still say, Oh, I've been corrected. Oh, I've been spoken very strongly by my pastor. Yeah. If they don't been spoken like that, you would have stayed there in your life. Forget, I mean, keep all that. That the progress, 
Humility is progressing. Humility is able to recognize from where to where I've reached and from where to where I have to go. Humility is about understanding the momentum of your life. Able to gauge, okay, I'm reached hit 40 in the next 40 years. What all that I need to do? What all areas I need to correct it to reach where I need to reach? That's a mind which is free. Come on, Sandala, ask the Lord, give me that kind of wisdom and hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Amen. Bitterness is like drinking poison. Hallelujah. And then you are expecting the one who you are angry with to die. You drink the poison and you expect the other person to die. Hallelujah. Then it's a prison of immorality where you can't control your eyes, your thoughts. You're born again, citizen of heaven, child of God, baptized, filled. But somewhere, your eyes and your thoughts are controlled. So always keep a distance between the opposite sex, whether married or unmarried. It's a healthy relationships will form. Healthy mindsets, healthy imaginations. Hallelujah. Tonight, the Spirit of the Lord has to preside. And that there is the prison of love of money or self. Choosing my money instead of God is a prison. All that the devil has to do is to give you a lot of money and you won't have time for the Lord. There are reasons why God blessed you in the first place. You were tithing and you were faithful to God. And somewhere you tapped in the grace of God. And if you forget all that and go after money, money is important. But love of money, where you have no time for the Lord, where the, everything else is presiding over then, then Jesus is a problem. Hallelujah. Are you with me church tonight? Where you say, oh, pastor, you can say all that. If you just say, hallelujah, money won't come. If you say, just work. You know, you, 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 you need to work hard. Yeah, it's a prison, soul in prison. I'm not saying not to work hard. I'm saying keep Jesus and the Spirit of God to flowing into every area of your life. When your language is changing, be alert, alert. It's an alert. Love of self or love of money. Hallelujah. Praise God. Something important came up and there is no time for the Lord. Hallelujah. No, that's what sometimes happens. When the message, exact message that people need to hear, something important comes in and they are not there. That's what the devil do. And then after later, five months later, they'll say, Pastor, what is the, why is this thing happening to me? Uh, the answer was given five months back. You were not there. Or the prison of self-love is to just to lose control. The moment somebody praises you, you're swayed by their praise. This is mind that is bound. Your soul is bound by, I mean, you are always looking for acceptance, praise. It's a prison. Hallelujah. But tonight, step up your spiritual game. Increase the fire within you. Stir up the gifts inside of you. Increase your commitment to Jesus. Do not have short-term commitments and try to fight the full-time devil. Hallelujah. Like pastor said, have a full-time commitment to, hallelujah, victory over a full-time devil tonight. Hallelujah. Allow the Holy Spirit to completely saturate you tonight. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. There's one more, one more, one more prison. That tonight we have to pray against is a prison of inconsistency. There are no fire. A long time fire is not there. Just for the ministry fire. 
we want a long time fire that's what built the momentum for the glory of god hallelujah amen so tonight all that you need to tell the lord and it will liberate you three things so our pastor said i am sorry lord forgive me lord cleanse me with your precious blood and then you are free amen let's do that tonight